You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. This is Jackson Brown, and you're listening to The Nicole Sandler Show. Hey, this is John from Five for Fighting, and you got my buddy, my longtime friend, the lovely Nicole Sandler. Hi, this is Donald Fagan. And this is Walter Becker. You know, Steely Dan, and you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hey, this is Jake Slichter. John Munson. Dan Wilson. We are Semisonic. And you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hi, this is Melissa Etheridge, and you're listening to my friend, Nicole Sandler. Hey, how you doing out there? This is Ziggy Marley, and you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hey, everybody, this is Pat Monahan from the band Train, and you're listening to Nicole Sandler, my favorite on-air personality. The Nicole Sandler Show. Music to my ears. Drag queen, they, he, or she frolics with your inner child between LGB and T. But some of our neighbors love to hassle poofs. Their words can sting, but healing acts have made our Nancy's tough. The magic drag queen lives proud and free and helps us all envision our own possibility. Poof, the magic drag queen lives for you to see. Our peerless, fearless queerness, dear, enriches you and me. Together we can travel on new uncharted trails. Just don't confuse a gentle soul with someone who is frail. Noble queens have power to heal you of your shame. The world is so much richer when we're not all just the same. The tragic drag queen is what we're told will be. We'll be forlorn if we break norms and scorn conformity. Poof's a tragic drag queen's 
worn society they shame and shun but hung their son could be one just like me drag queens shine a light for gentle little boys whose kindness joy and playfulness the world so soon destroys some hope our song goes silent that we will sing no more but poops and mighty drag queens will not cease our fearless roar joy not pain with all the world's insanity a queen can keep you sane through cruelty and derision a poof can still be brave the world that tries to stop us is the world we're here to save poof the magic drag queen lives in you and me. May we all share our special gifts so all our souls breathe free. Poof! The magic drag queens create reality to bring the joy and magic that the world can someday be. The Kinsey Six. They are absolutely brilliant. Are you most- Oops, and, and that's, uh, sorry, I have the wrong, oh, and I know what happened. I have the wrong bank. I wanted to play the applause. Um, Kinsey Six are a group of um, uh, drag queens who do drag shows who are just awesome. And that is their newest video. Uh, and I want everyone to hear it because not only is it creative and amazing, but the message is just beautiful. And it fits in with where we're going with today's show. Find Kinsey, K-I-N-S-E-Y, 6, S-I-C-K-S, on YouTube. They put this out a couple of days ago, and it hasn't gotten many views yet. And we need to boost it because they're too good not to get the attention that they deserve. All right. So go do that. I'll put a link on the blog where I post today's show. It'll be at NicoleSandler.com slash 7-21-23. That's today's date. That's how I always do it. That's how you can always find the shows and, and any ancillary information I post along with the shows. So we have a bit of a change of plans for today. Originally, today was going to be sort of a continuation of the show we did Wednesday talking about what happened to the movie business and television business with the SAG after strike and why they're striking. And I told you the news that uh, one of the last remaining trade publications of the radio and record industry was shutting down. And I was going to be joined by Joel Denver, who is um, the founder and uh, head honcho at at allaccess.com, which announced last week that they're closing their doors on August 15th after 28 years. And I thought this, I'd invite Joel on and maybe a couple of other people as well in the course of the hour to talk about what the fuck happened to the record and radio industries. And it's it's not a happy story. So 
Joel had to cancel because they're shutting down next month. There's a lot of moving parts, and he was profusely um, sorry. And we rescheduled for next Friday. But actually, it couldn't have worked out better because earlier today, um, I recorded an interview with Michael Franti. Now, if you don't know who Michael Franti is, I hope you'll stay tuned and learn because you're in for a real treat. Um, As we talked in the interview, uh, I first met him 30 years ago um, (laughs) when his first, the first Spearhead album came out and he came up to the radio station that I was working at in Los Angeles. uh, And I've I've been able to see him once each decade. I'm telling you, and it, it, there's stories. So that was the 90s. So I'm in the O's. Uh, so I'm again in the teens. And now we're going to see him tomorrow night because he's playing here in South Florida at the Pompano Beach Amphitheater. If you are in South Florida, you should see this show because you can't leave there without being uplifted and feeling happy and positive because that's what Michael Franti is all about. He spreads positivity, positivity. And, um, uh, you know, again, you know, I I, I kind of think um, everything happens for a reason. And one of the reasons I played Poof, the magic drag queen, to start the show today, I played it at the end of the show yesterday, but I know some people don't listen all the way through to the end, and I wanted everyone to hear it. But their message there of loving one another and having compassion and empathy for one another is exactly what Michael Franti is all about. So I'm thinking we should just jump in and start the interview. And then um, in it, we talk about um, a film that he produced. In fact, you know what? Before we, before we do it, I will play for you the trailer for his award-winning documentary called Stay Human, which is one of his mantras. Michael Ferrante has got a few of them. Um, and, uh, and this sort of gives you an idea of, of what it's about. Um, I'm actually, at the, at the end of it, I'm going to play another clip from the film that, that gives you a little more. And I'm think I should probably start with that. But you know what? I'll start with this because this is, um, you know, this was released as a trailer. So um, from Stay Human, this is, uh, well, here. Just watch. You'll hear. You'll see. Enjoy. All of us are given these little tools or like gems in life that help us to figure out the world. And I almost feel sometimes it was like kind of a cruel joke that I was given music. The reason I started playing music is that I thought it could change the world. I spent over 20 years on the road. Almost everywhere I go, I see a battle taking place between cynicism and optimism. And I feel it in myself, too. Throughout the years, I've met people whose lives collided with mine at precisely the right moments. You saw those kids, you would do anything for them. And you know what? They would do anything for you. When I needed inspiration, when I was questioning my sense of purpose. 
sustainability is about socially having stability. Understanding how harmony is achieved is really important. <laughs> they remind me of what it means to be at your best as a human being. So those things are inspiration, they are motivations to, to keep going, to keep grinding. The world is made up of millions of people doing millions of little things to make a difference. And I want to stoke those flames. All any of us have in life is what we feel. It's the thing that we're born with, and it's the last thing that we have when we leave. No one is born perfect. And that is the one thing that unites all of us. You restored my faith. It's extraordinary. You gave me hope tonight. Yeah. These are the stories of people who made me think differently about my life, my music, and what it means to stay human. Stay Human, the film is available. Have an unlimited capacity to love. It's extraordinary. It's streaming. Um, it's it's available for in some pay services, but you can also watch it for free on uh, Freevee. Or uh, I'll put links up on the blog after the show. Um, you should watch it. I'm telling you, it's just brilliant. Um, today is also. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the news broke first thing this morning. Um, it's a sad day uh, because we lost Tony Bennett. Now Tony Bennett was 96 years old. He lived a great life. He made such an indelible mark on most of our lives. And as you can see from the picture that I'm showing, I got the opportunity to meet him. It was like 1996. And uh, uh, the same station that where I first met Michael Franti, um, we, it was owned by Gene Autry. Yes, Gene Autry. We were the very last radio station owned by Gene Autry's Golden West Broadcasters. And so uh, we had access to the... Autry Museum of Western Heritage that sits inside Griffith Park and had a beautiful theater. And we would mount these, we would stage these concerts that we'd do live broadcasts. We did one with Joni Mitchell. We did one with Suzanne Vega. We did a whole bunch of them. And we did, I didn't remember it was a brunch with Bennett. A listener reminded me of that. Uh, we did this one with Tony Bennett. And that's when I got to meet him. And what what a treat that was. And what a loss. But, um, you know, when someone is 96 and has lived a good life. I, I can't be sad. And he's left us with the music, and the music lives forever. Okay, so um, with no further ado, I'm going to share with you the interview. Now, I taped this with Michael Franti earlier today. Again, he's in town at the uh, Pompano Beach Amphitheater tomorrow night. There are still some tickets available, and let me tell you, kudos and thank you to Michael Franti because the tickets for this show are $35 and $45. And if you've priced concert tickets lately, you know what a bargain that is. He's not looking to to gouge anybody. Uh, these are really reasonably priced tickets. So um, uh, I'm taking Allison tomorrow night. Can't wait uh, because everybody has a great time. I think that's the, um, uh, that is the, uh, uh, the mantra of, for, for, um, um, yeah, for a Michael Franti concert. So he's on tour. We Zoomed. He's up in Clearwater, Florida tonight here in, in Pompano Beach. 
basically Fort Lauderdale tomorrow night, and then in St. Augustine, Florida, on on uh, Sunday night. The place where he was at today, I'm guessing, was the venue in Clearwater, and the Wi-Fi wasn't great. So his video freezes sporadically, but and and there's a little you know electronic glitch in there once in a while, but nothing that we can't um, deal with. So uh, I'll talk to you on the other side. Enjoy. Michael Franti. Really, really excited for this interview. Michael Franti is here. He's, it's hard to describe you, and maybe we shouldn't, but you're a musician, activist, filmmaker, poet, podcaster. Um, and I came up with the term feel-gooder because you make people like feel good. <laughs> you do make people Thank feel you. good. You know, back in the 90s, I saw Al Green do a short set at, at some bigger event and I looked around and yeah. everybody was smiling and I walked out of there thinking that he is the happiest man alive and has this talent for making others feel good. You remind yeah. me of Al Green. You have that same quality. And so it's oh, just a pleasure. Well, I'll tell you a really funny, yeah. st- a funny story, Nicole. I did a TV show in England with Al Green and, um, there was like three different, the way they had this, this TV show to set up was there was like these different stages all in a circle and ours and each band would play a song and the next band, next band, next song. And Al Green was right next to me and I went up and I shook his hand and he was like, Oh man, I'm really sorry. I've got a little bit of a cold. And then two weeks later I got a cold <laughs> and I got Al Green's cold. <laughs> so that's my famous Al Green uh, moment. So maybe that's where my uh, good kindness person <laughs> rubbed off from, from Perhaps. Now. however, yeah. however it worked. Awesome. It, it It's there. And it's, it's just so <laughs> you, you know, I mentioned, uh, I went on social media and said that I was going to be uh, seeing you first I, before I knew that we were going to be talking. I mentioned I was going to take my daughter and we were going to go see you. Uh, you're in town tomorrow night at the Pompano Beach Amphitheater. We're in South Florida. More mm-hmm. on that in a minute. And the response from so many friends old and new was uniform oh you're gonna have a great time it's the best show ever and i'm like i know because you don't know we've we've we met once before i didn't get to interview Mm -hmm. you but when the first album home the first spearhead album came out um you did an appearance at a radio station that i worked out in los angeles it's been gone for many years Mm -hmm. now but ksca and so it was 1994 we were playing hole in the bucket which i guess was the first single and i I remember that that was the first single yeah it was first single and the first time i heard it i'm like okay i remembered it from it was like a folktale or something. And then I found out that it had, it was a yeah. Harry Belafonte song that you covered. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Belafonte and Odetta. And it's actually, you know, like a, like a folk song, a traditional right. song, you know, but Harry Belafonte and Odetta made it famous in the early sixties. And then, um, I just used the line. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Eliza. It was a song that I used to sing when I was a kid, but it was a metaphor for me of, of, you know, in San Francisco, we've always had a lot of homelessness and um, every day I'd walk past people who would be on my front doorstep and they'd be like, Hey, you got any change? And, and in my mind, I would be thinking all the time, like, 
no, I don't have any change. Uh, I don't want to give it to you. You know, I think you're going to, I don't know what you're going to buy with it or whatever. And then the change would just fall out of my pants or end up in my couch or somewhere on my floor or in the laundry room or whatever. And I just realized at a certain point that this little bit of change doesn't mean a lot to me, but to somebody who's really gotten it out on the street, it's everything. And, um, so it's, it's, it's just like a tale of, of learning about, um, having no judgment for others. Cause you just don't know what the situation is that they're in. And, you know, but for, you know, some strokes of luck in my life or some opportunities that I had that they didn't have or addiction or whatever the things that came along, um, I could be where they are. And so, you know, that's a message that's carried through my music, um, uh, from the start, uh, has always been, um, to look upon others with an open heart and an open mind and try to find the similarities and similarities in experience rather than the things that divide us. And I really feel like right now in this time that we're living in, especially um, that message is, and that practice is more important than ever. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I make music. And one of the things that I found that, that is common for every single person in the world is that everybody has something that they want to change. And I want to be there to inspire people to make change in their lives. And so for one person, it might be, God, I just really want to be able to fit in my jeans. <laughs> you know, the next person, it's like, wow, I really need to connect with my teenager in a better way. And other person's like, man, that river in our neighborhood, it sure would be nice if our little corner of it at least was clean and we can inspire other people around uh, to clean up their little corner of it, you know? So everybody has something in their life that they're working on to change. And I want my music to be there during those times because change is hard and um, it's never without some kind of effort or pain or letting go or grieving. And, um, and that's where I want music to be there. Uh, and, my music to be there in those moments. And it does, it does just that it's, you can't leave a Michael Franti and Spearhead concert without feeling good without feeling energized. So um, I, I'll get back. I, I, you know, 30 years have passed since that first out al- first Spearhead album yeah. came out. You were making music before that. You had a, um, a couple of other. Um, um, yeah, Disposable Heroes of, of hip-hop- Disposable Heroes of hip-hop- Hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Um, was the band before Spearhead. And we had um, a song called Television, the Drug of the Nation. And uh, at the time we had gotten signed by Island Records, which is the famous label started by Chris Blackwell. Mm -hmm. Um, Most famously brought Bob Marley to the world, but also a little band called U2. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Melissa uh, Etheridge. Tom Waits. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge, Cat Stevens, so many incredible artists along the way. And so we were on that label and you um, two heard our song television, the drug of the nation. And they were just about to go out on their zoo TV tour. And they were like, this song would be the perfect video for us to start our show with. And so they would show the video to my song before they would walk out on stage. And, and then they invited us to be the support act on their tour. Nice. Uh, which was really amazing in, in 1993. And, you know, I had a similar experience to what you just described, Nicole. Like every night I would see uh, 50,000 people going to a stadium. And by the end of the night, they were all 
smiling. They have all shed a few tears. They've all laughed. They've all danced. They've all high-fived a complete stranger. They've all sung out a tune at the top of their lungs to the songs that mean so much to them. Mm -hmm. And they just walk out feeling a little bit taller, like whatever I'm facing in my life next, I can approach it with this, this courageousness of, of, you know, optimism. And I, a lot of times people think of optimism as, uh, uh, naivete. It's like, uh, if you're optimistic about the world, you just must not know what's going on out there. You know, it's really a horrible place, but, um, optimism isn't just blindly going out into the world. It's, it's waking up every morning and going, you know what? I know today's going to be a tough one. I get mm-hmm. that. I had some circumstances that led up to right now that I've got to face and, um, you know, whether it's just getting my kids to school or whether it's, you know, leaving my job and starting my own business or whatever it is in your life. That's just the thing that's most imminent. Um, and you see that things are going to be hard and you still say, you know what? I'm going to approach this with everything I've got, with all the love in my heart, with a smile on my face. I'm going to try my best to connect with the people that I partner with every day. And I'm going to go out there um, and do it. And that to me is the highest form of courage. When you know things are going to be hard and you still show up with that, um, with that spirit. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, optimism right now, it's it's a really tough thing for a lot of people to have. Um, that's why that's that's why it's so it's so much more powerful that you bring it every day at every yeah. show and it comes through uh, in all your work. You know, well, I said you're also you're a podcaster now you're doing a, a show and I hear mm-hmm. it in your interviews. Yeah. You produced um, a documentary, Stay Human, which went along with the music that you yeah. were creating at the time which shines a spotlight yeah. not only on your optimism, but you find in the film, first of all, everybody should watch the film and I'm going to put a link where you can watch it online with, you know, commercials. It's not going to cost you anything um, though. It could, and it would be worth it that um, you, you, you tell the stories of four people who are so inspirational, who've touched yeah. you in some way and you bring, you know, and some of the circumstances they're in are not easy, as we're all dealing mm-hmm. with, but you find a way to find the positivity there and bring out the optimism. I, I was sitting yeah. and watching it and crying this morning, tears of joy though, because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, Thanks. you know, that's, that's what I found is that, that when I'm in um, moments where I don't feel that way, because, because for me every day I up and there's a constant wrestle of like, the pessimistic side and the optimistic side. And I'm just trying to get the optimistic side to win most of the time, you know? And when I find that I'm really down, I have people in my life that I've met along the way who uh, are dealing with incredibly challenging circumstances and yet they find a way to get through it. And, and I lean on their stories and I believe that there's no one that you wouldn't love if you knew their story. And, and so um, I surround myself by listening to the stories of other people who have figured out way to get ways to get through things. And those are the things that are the little nuggets that I learn around along the way to, to tune myself into, um, you know, staying on that side. Gotcha. Uh, Michael Franti is our guest. And again, he's on tour. You're in Florida now. Um, this and thank you for coming here. Look, yes. we're, we're working on getting out because this place has gotten really um, <laughs> not good. I, I grew up here. My husband grew up here. I, went away for many years and came back and it's never been the way it is now. It's a, it's a, 
it's a horrible, hateful place. Um, so I appreciate when an artist will come in. I recently saw the Indigo Girls who brought out a drag performer just to, you know, kind of say screw you to the governor um yeah. saw melissa etheridge here who's like i'm coming there damn it um i'm so happy you're here you're at the pompano beach amphitheater which is a, a wonderful venue um the tour this is the big big love tour now you just did a tour yeah. last year for the the last album before this one which was um uh called uh, follow your heart so a lot of the songs from Follow Your Heart you're playing on this uh, in this show. Um, Big Big Love is just a single that you just released. Is that, th- yeah. that is there more coming or this is just now for this tour? Yeah, and it's it? also an album. Is it- yeah, there's an album. In- yeah, an album is coming in a couple months. And uh, we actually just finished it today. I just got the last final master oh, wow. track back that I listened to on the bus a few minutes ago. So it's all done. Um and we're playing a lot of new songs from this new record that's uh, that are unreleased. Um, we the, the the title of album "Big Big Love" refers to this belief that I have that um, every being on this planet, no matter if you're a human being, a mountain being, a river being, a frog being, a blade of grass being, every being on this planet has this ability to give and to receive for the benefit of others. And that's what's commonly known as love. And it starts by love in yourself. And from the overflow of that, you're able to love your family, your friends, your romantic partners. And that's big love. When you can do all that, that's huge. And we all have this capacity to love out beyond that, out into our communities, out across our nation, across gender, sexuality, religion, politics, borders, um, and when we do that, that's, that's big, big love. And, um, that's the spirit that I want to bring uh, in this tour. That's what we're here. It, I would encourage people who live in Florida to stay here, please. Like this is such a beautiful place. I took a long bike ride today, um, and went out to beach and I was like, man, it is such a naturally beautiful place. And, I know it's filled with incredibly beautiful people. And one thing that I've learned over the years is that if you're surrounded by hate speed, negative talk, it starts to weigh on you and it starts to bring out that little percentage in each of us. And I would say a hundred percent of humanity has this, that little part that is prejudiced, that is hateful, that is hurtful towards others. And if you fan that flame, it'll grow. And in the world and the opposite is true Mm. when you fan the flames of kindness when you fan the flames of openness and god i really want to hear what your experience is i didn't know that about your culture i didn't know about the way you grew up or i didn't know about you know this this passion that you have for whatever it is that you love that might be different than what my experience is when we fan those flames then people become brighter in that way and and so with all the people that are out there today who are you know, fanning the flames of hatred, intolerance, book banning, all this stuff, you know, like we have to be the antidote to that and can't give and, and um, stop, you know, people who are here in this state who are on the side of, of those, you know, virtues to, to speak up and to, to. shine bright and got to.
Um, Michael Franti, oh. we uh, sorry, we, we've got uh, uh, there's a little <clears throat> um, electronic buffering or something going on. It's it's the Internet. But, you know, here we are 30 years after we first met with when you came to the radio station with the first Spearhead record. And um, the, the the new technology was just starting then. The technology is still coming along, but we've come so far. I, I pulled a clip. I just have to play this for you because it's so funny. You came in and played in our, what we called the music hall. It was a little hallway between two studios. Actually, Mike Morrison, who was our program director, did the interview mm-hmm. with you. And you came out of the song and... Um, and you were promoting an event that was happening that night at the House of Blues. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was the first live streamed concert, although we didn't call it that, ever. Uh, listen to this little clip. Homelessness, the subject of hole in the bucket yeah. to a certain extent. You're also involved with AIDS awareness. And yeah. the show tonight yeah. is a benefit but it's also much more than just a concert. Yeah. And uh, there are people out there who are about half as clueless as I am. Yeah. So would you well, I'm, please? Pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> clueless in this stuff, too. But it's going out across the Internet. And there's a new thing called See You, See Me, where you can um, download the performance in real time um, video image, digital video, I guess, um, onto your computer screen. And you can listen to the show and you can watch it um, from the comfort of your own terminal (laughs) (laughs) and at the same time there's also a benefit component to it benefit we it's a benefit um it's the first time that they're using this technology for a show and um it's also a benefit for lifebeat the the music organization to fight aids and so um you could call in and and pledge on on the internet there Mm -hmm. so uh, we're coming at you from all directions. <laughs> More this than is that, the funny um, part. I'm <laughs> wondering whether it's worth it trying to read these these network sites. I'll tell you what. I'll give Spearhead's address. Yeah. There are two others. There's also a Capitol Records website and a House of Blues website. Yeah, so all you know three of them knows. are going to. And another thing you do is just call House of Blues right mm-hmm. now. You know, call because it wasn't just HouseOfBlues.com. It was. Let me let me just give the Spearhead one. Just give you a little extra shameless awesome. dog here. Right. It's a HTTP a colon front slash front slash www.crashsite.com front slash crash front slash music front slash Spearhead in the music hall. So uh, it was a slice of life 30 years ago and look how far we've come since. Now you go to michaelfronti.com by the way. You got us. And you get it all. You got to send me that. That's super (laughs) funny. I remember when that happened and I remember the people from our record labor telling me, yeah, we're going to do this thing. It's like this streaming thing. And, and I couldn't, like, I ca- couldn't comprehend it. I was trying to figure out, like, oh, what, it is, what is it? Like, you're listening on your computer and, uh, like, this is too weird. And then, and then I remember thinking, like, well, who's going to listen to this? There's going to be, like, four or five people around the world that listen to it. And that's it. You know, it's for a very select, targeted group of people. Little did we know that, you know, fast forward now that we're doing everything in, in this virtual way. But, um, yeah, I remember very specifically at that time. Isn't going, that awesome? Uh, I love that. It's it, it, it a slice of life. You know, we had one of the first radio station websites only because a friend of mine who booked the Troubadour was into it. And he and I built our website together. And, you know, if you go on the Wayback wow. Machine, the, you know, the, the uh, Internet, the archive.org Wayback Machine, it, uh, we were mm. a KS. 
KSCA.com. If you go all, the, you have to scroll all the way back to like 95 and you see the early entries. We were one of the first, you know. So now looking back 30 years wow. later, but I also, I look at how you've progressed over the years. So that was 94. I next saw you. Um, uh, I had moved back to Florida. It was 2005, and there was a festival that only lasted a year or two. You were at the first one. It was the Langarado Festival in Sunrise, Florida. Langarado, sure. Right? And I remember, you know, Mm -hmm. I I went alone. I had a little daughter at the time, and more on her in a second. But um, I remember sitting there in between bands. It was very hot. And seeing you, because I knew who you were. Uh, You're a very tall man, too. And you were decked out in some kind of goofy regalia and you were you good you know good naturedly as you do fucking with people and making them laugh and just entertain walking around and i guess a lot of them didn't know who you were but just having the best time and i sat there watching in amazement just thinking how how cool you were for doing that you do that though you get out and meet with the people you talk to people you shake hands you talk to kids it's a talent that um and, and an ability that a lot of people don't have you know, it's a, the greatest part of my job as a musician is uh, to connect with people. And I never thought of it as any other job than doing just that. Like when I first started in punk rock with my first band, the Beanigs, we would get in a little white van and we'd travel from town to town and, and play. And then at the end of the night, we would just ask people, hey, does anybody have a couple bucks to donate for gas? And we'd get, you know, 50 bucks and we'd sleep on the floor at some local punk rock person's house and you go to the next town and you do it. But it was never really about the show as much as it was like pulling up in your van, hanging out with everybody in the parking lot, socializing, playing music, hanging out afterwards, you know, partying mm-hmm. with people you never met before, creating these relationships and bonds with friends that I still have now from the late eighties. Wow. You know? yeah. And, and so that's what it's uh, always been for me. And even though now we play in, you know, bigger places, I still, before every show I get out and I go and I talk to people after every show, I always walk off the front of the stage and take pictures or say hello or give hugs to anybody who's there. And a big part of it, uh, is that I love hearing what people are going through. I love hearing their experiences because it gives me a, a pulse of what is happening in the world right now. When mm-hmm. I hear people talking to me about, you know, this something that's happening in their community or especially during COVID when yeah. we we're just coming out of COVID, there were so many stories I heard of people who had lost family members or like last night, I, I told the story on stage of how I lost my father to right. COVID and afterwards a woman came up to me and she goes, I was on the other side of that. I was a nurse oh, and I had to, I was the one who had to tell families and not just one or two, but like three or four every single day that their um, family member had just passed. Oh. And so to just to hear these stories and to hear what people have been through and go through it becomes uh, food for uh, my music and the things that I write about and the experiences that I feel most deeply connect with, with other people. And on this new album, Big, Big Love, I've written a lot of songs that were about how it was that I got through um, the pandemic of how I grieved and, and how I found joy and how um, music was one of the things that healed me, but also deepening the relationships with the people that I have around me um, and going from 
you know, like uh, Carl, my bass player, we've been playing music together for 30 years and then mm-hmm. we call each other best friends. Most of our co- conversations for the past, you know, 27 years were like, hey, bro, how you doing? And I'd be like, fine. He, I'd say, hey, bro, how you doing? He'd go, oh, I'm doing great. And then click. That was the end of the conversation. But during the pandemic, it was like, hey, bro, how you doing? And I'd say, yeah, I'm doing all right. He'd go, no, I, I can hear. You're not doing right. all right. right. Tell me what's going on. Like, what's happening with you? And so our friendship just deepened. And it's something that, uh, you know, while the pandemic was incredibly hard for all of us in so many ways, you know, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, experiencing loneliness and isolation, but also having moments of profound solitude that we needed to have to rethink life in certain ways. And it woke us all up or at least made us all ask these questions of why are we here? What are we doing here? What are these relationships? What is the work that I'm doing? Does it have meaning? Does it have purpose? And, and, uh, and so while it was an incredibly challenging time, it was also an important time for mm-hmm. us to, to be able to, you know, have these new awakenings. Oh, it was so much. And, and I'd love to get into this with you. I know we're limited on time, but the fact that the entire world was experiencing the same thing and all stuck in our homes at the same time and going through the same thing and having the same emotions, there was a kind of collective consciousness, I think, that I don't think we'd ever had before or maybe will ever again. Um, I reached out to people around the globe. I called it I called it quarantine calling and spoke to people in Denmark and South Africa. And it was just connecting on that human level. I thought there were silver linings in the pandemic Um, and your music. Mm -hmm. uh, Again, the the album Follow Your Heart grew out of that. Right. It was mostly all written during Mm -hmm. the pandemic. So um, um, I got to get in two more things before we go. And I I know I don't want to keep you too long i mentioned so we did langarado that was 2005 almost so that was the Uh o's decade we had the 90s the o's in the 10s in 2013 another festival started on fort lauderdale beach my friend chris stacy launched uh the uh, tortuga festival you were there the first year with a great lineup. I, I mean, the Avent yeah. brothers and Grace Potter and yeah. um, it's gotten oh. more country since, but Michael front. So I'm there and talk about a party. This picture, I still have photos from 2013. This is your stage. This is in the middle of the concert with a lot of people from the audience up there dancing. And <laughs> it, it, that's, you know, it's a party. Your shows are a party and here you are um, out. You ventured into the crowd and you know, you're there. Now I brought my daughter with me. My then 13-year-old daughter, Allison, who, um, there's Allison and me, uh, <laughs> at that show, she has a little, uh, it was a, they do benefit for Rock the Ocean. That's what the little uh, uh, temporary tattoo on her face was. Yeah. But she was so, loved your show so much. My 13-year-old went to the merch desk, the merch tent, and bought your album. I think the, I think the current album then wow. was Everyone Deserves Sunshine with her Music. own money. She's like, Mom, I want to get the album. I want to get the CD. Wow. And she did. Um, nice. Allison is coming with me tomorrow night. She's now 24. Awesome. And, and so the two awesome. of us will be there and cannot wait to meet you. I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. You have, you know, no idea. So this will be this decade. We're in the 20s now. And uh, so you and I have had a... A, a relationship that's gone on. This is the fourth decade we'll have connected. Well, yeah. uh, at least on my part, but I, I know you have that with a lot of your fans. You, you, you also have a hotel in Bali. You live there when you're not on tour or not mm-hmm. in the States. 
Uh, you do retreats yeah. there. You do yoga. You have a cruise coming up, a yoga cruise, music. Uh, leaves Miami on my birthday, but um, you yeah. you are very you're much more approachable than the average rock star. But I think that all comes through in your music too. You know, we, we're all about creating community. That's really what we're into. And um, I tell everybody that we're that works for us. You know, everybody who comes on board is a new person. I say, we're in music business, we're in the business of creating community. And that's really what we try to do every day is find ways to do that. And, um, wellness is another passion yes. of mine. Um, and over the years it's evolved, you know, um, I love practicing yoga. I ride my bike every day. I'll lift weights. I'll run, I'll play basketball, whatever it is. And what I found during the pandemic is that that's just the tiniest fraction of what wellness is. Mm. Wellness isn't, like I said before, can I fit into my jeans? Wellness is, am I happy? Are my relationships strong? Is my mental health okay? Is, you know, my emotional well-being good? Am I finding creative outlets in my life that bring me joy? Am I financially okay? There's so many things that make up what makes you feel well and happy. And asking yourself, am I truly happy is one of the hardest questions you can do because we all know whether we are or not. We all know what our pain points are and we all know what are the things that we're avoiding trying to fix that would really make us feel better if we could rip that bandaid off and, and get after it. And and so our hotel in Bali, Soulshine, and the Soulshine at Sea Cruise that we do are all about that. They're in the in the morning. We do really deep yoga practices or meditation or what we call soul circles, where everyone has a chance to to speak to each other about something that they're going through in their life. And then in the afternoon, it becomes music and dance and party. And hmm. and Sara, my wife and I, we built our hotel all around that. Uh, principle. And we believe that it's just as important to, um, to process or, or to cry or to have your emotions come out on a yoga mat as it is to have that same experience on the dance floor where you let go and you dance, you cry, you smile, you laugh, you high five a stranger. And by the end of it, you feel whole again, you feel better. And and that, that lifestyle, Sar calls it the lifestyle of 100% healthy 90% of the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the website, the website for the hotel is soulshinebali.com. And I encourage people to, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's just, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. It, you can tell yeah, what during you're the saying. Pandemic, and during the pandemic, we were like, well, what can we do with the hotel when there's nobody here because we it's, it's our family business. And we, you know, we, we went from 90% occupancy to like 3% occupancy oh, during man. the um, pandemic. And we were like, we're not going to let any of our staff go. We're going to keep everybody on board and we're just going to keep going, burning through the savings until it all runs out wow. and hope that we get to, to the end of this. And, and so what we did is we just reached out to people in the community who are artists and we were like, Hey, there's this wall here come do a mural on it. You're a stone carver. Here's these pillars, carve these stone pillars. Here's, um, you know, uh, this, we expanded our organic garden. We built a nightclub, we built a music venue. We did all these things with the help of the people in the community there who, 
um, needed work and so, and we were happy to pay them. But more than that, we wanted their creativity and their love to shine through in the artwork at Soul Shine. So it's an incredible just museum of detail. Everywhere you walk around and look, there's, there's some form of somebody's creativity that's in every nook and cranny of it. So it's an amazing place to go to. And my wife and I lead Soul Rocker retreats there every fall and every spring. And nice. if you go to my webpage, michaelfronty.com, more the soulshinebali.com uh, webpage. You can learn about that. And then our cruise is November 4th through 8th. And it's kind of a mini version of what we do at our hotel where there's um, morning yoga and meditation that's all done to live music. So all wow. the bands that are on the boat, there's 15 different bands. Uh-huh. Each of them takes a turn playing live music. So even if you don't want to practice yoga or that's not your jam, you can still just listen to the, to the music as it's being played. And then in the afternoons and into the night, it, um, we have in the afternoons, we also have like storytelling classes, hand drumming workshops, all kinds of uh, songwriting classes, anything that is about inspiring your creativity. And then at night it, it becomes music until three in the morning and it's four days of good days. Wow. It's a good time. It's a good day for a good day. Um, uh, Michael yeah. Franti, what what a treat this has been for me. And the treat continues tomorrow. Thank you, Nicole. My daughter and I will be there. I look so forward to seeing you in person and introducing my daughter. Um, there's more, you know, your background being adopted. I adopted my daughter from Kazakhstan when she was little. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 so many connections here. Wow. Um, and uh, and thank you for being a great role model and for, you know, walking the talk and, and always maintaining that positive positivity it's it's so needed and and you know all i can do is thank you for it thank you nicole um send me that uh that I w- audio i want i want to play that for my bandmates i definitely will i have i have michelle's email awesome. address so i'll send it to her um i'll send you right. both that that clip and then the whole session which wasn't much longer you did one song live so i'll send you the whole thing thank you so much and i'll awesome. see you tomorrow this was such a treat for me i really appreciate it Thank you, Nicole. All right. Michael Franti. Uh, I hope, look, I know I was, uh, I'm excited. The thing that I'm so excited about with him is his energy, the positivity, um, the fact that, you know, you know, right now I've been working on my depression and all that. It's the perfect time for me to go to a Michael Franti show. There's just nothing like it. So I'll tell you what, we'll take a very, very quick time out. Um, take care of a little business and come back on the other side. And I'm going to play just the beginning, a little bit of the beginning of that, uh, the the uh, Stay Human documentary for you, because it kind of gives a more rounded um, history of who he is. And then we'll, we'll wrap things up and stick a fork in this week because we're just about done. Be right back. Hey, it's Nicole Sandler. I suffer from depression. It's been an ongoing battle with me since adolescence. So when I was presented with the idea of BetterHelp coming aboard as the sponsor of the show, I was thrilled. I've always been open about my struggles with depression because I know that so many others are suffering in silence. Well, there's no need to be silent. There's nothing wrong with getting help. And now that help is more readily available. BetterHelp makes the process of getting help easy. to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com. T-R-Y-N-O-M dot com slash sent by Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup. 
and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash sentbynicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support the show, too. Again, that's trynom.com slash sentbynicole, plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. These are the sounds of crushed souls. The sounds of despair from former radio personalities languishing in the purgatory of corporate consolidation. These former radio personalities have lost their livelihoods, not because they weren't entertaining or informative, but because they don't meet today's corporate terrestrial broadcast standards of being smelly, overweight douchebags, seething with vein-popping hatred. These radio refugees and their audiences have since migrated to the Internet. But their struggle continues as the quest for monetization ensues. Nicole Sandler is leading the way to re-establishing thought-provoking and entertaining radio. And you can help by clicking the donate button on NicoleSandler.com. Donate today, or as much and as often as you can. Dry the tears of listeners by removing the rotting stench of corporate radio. Won't you help? Well, we haven't heard that in a while, but, you know, it still holds true. You know I hate asking for money, but, yeah, that's how it goes. <clears throat> All right, so one last thing. I noticed somebody in the chat room asked um, uh, when it was that I did the show where I played the audio from a ketamine <laughs> treatment that I did. Um, it was, it was two, I think it was two Fridays ago. So it was a Friday, definitely. So you can go back and listen to that anytime. But I got to tell you, the one I did it again on Wednesday and it was amazingly insane. Um, and I I just got, you know, I, I'm taping it now because I have no memory after the fact. So I don't know what happens. And I'm so glad I did. At one point, I was, I was um, like chanting. I sing. I dance. I laugh. I make things. I sing. I dance. I laugh. I make things. First of all, I don't sing and I don't dance. But where that came from, I have no idea. And then at another point, I was talking about this is existence. This is, oh my, this is existence. It's like to infinity and beyond, to infinity and beyond, to infinity and beyond. <laughs> it's like I said to infinity and beyond probably for two and a half minutes straight. And then it changed to my infinity and beyond, my infinity and beyond. It was wild. And the, and the we um, I sing I dance I laugh I mean I said it with this weird affectation in my voice like almost like a an accent like it, it wasn't me it was my voice but not my delivery and not um <laughs> not it didn't sound like me I, maybe I'll share some of that with you next week I don't I don't have it queued up so I can't do it today but wow 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 and you can tell I'm happier I'm feeling better I don't know how it works but I believe it's working. Um, more on that next week, I promise. We're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to really give you guys the details on the ketamine thing because I think it's um, uh, a really valuable tool uh, that I'm glad I'm able to take advantage of. Okay, just for a couple of minutes, hope I don't copyright violate anything. Um, this is a, just a clip from Michael Franti's film, Stay Human. And yeah, you can get it streaming um, on the free channels with commercials or on the paid channels, I think for like two or three bucks. 
I promise you it's worth it. All right, here's just a bit of it. Uh, Michael Franti and Stay Human. My name is Michael Franti, and the reason I started playing music is that I thought it could change the world. This is my guitar, Mama Brown, and for decades, we've traveled the world playing a mix of socially conscious, politically charged rap, reggae, and acoustic music. I've played in nightclubs and festivals and stadiums and street corners. i played for prisoners in Folsom and San Quentin. I've played in protests and in war zones. And in 2004, I went to Iraq and played on the streets of Baghdad for U.S. soldiers and Iraqi civilians alike. I spent over 20 years on the road before I ever had a song in the top 20. And together with my band Spearhead, we've sold millions of records. The very best part of what I do is that I get to meet tons of people every single day who are trying to survive in an incredibly challenging world. It's hard. It's really, really hard sometimes just to get by and to hold on to your humanity, you know, your dignity, your pride, your heart, your soul, and to feel like you have a sense of purpose in this world. We define being human by those things, but sometimes it's hard to hold on to those things and to stay human. You gave me hope today. Thank you. The world is fucked right now. You gave me hope today. You guys ready? Yeah. Jumping in this too? Okay, yeah, we're facing the other way. Oh, uh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. I discovered you last year. You were playing with Stevie Wonder at a three-day concert. Yes, at Bottle Rock. And I fell in love with you. Oh, thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. Ten months of chemo is over. I'm not through yet. You're not, you're not through yet? I can get through it now. You can get through it. Thank Got you this. so much. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? Of course I want the rest of your fortune. Is it the side or the fortune in it or not? No, she already took that out. What, what's your fortune? At this moment, something is, someone is thinking positively of you. That was me. Yeah. And now I'm here. <laughs> Do I get a hug for that? You get a hug. Oh. What's your favorite song? Uh, Kelly? Say, hey, I'll be gone today, and I'll be back all around the way. Seems like everywhere I go, the more I see, the less I know. And I know. One thing, I, I love, love you. you. Yeah. I love Michael Franti. Ah, I love Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I got married to my wife last year, and, and we walked down to Life is Better With You. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> wife yeah. is Better With You. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. So good. How are you, brother? Yeah. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. How you doing, brother? How are you yeah. Doing? yeah. Are you drumming? I brought it. You brought your drum? Yeah, I did. Oh, let's, we got to get you up there and yeah, play with sure, us. Yeah, for sure, I meet people um, being their most human, 
being, you know, sad, happy, joyful. I mean, black, white, gay, straight, every kind of profession, every kind of religion. What's your name? Aaron. Nice to meet you, Aaron. Mommy. She's a little foster baby from Alameda County. All right on. I was a foster baby from Alameda County before. (laughs) So are you guys thinking about adopting? Yeah, we're just waiting. Trying. Yeah, we're uh, we're just waiting for the courts to finish their thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We just pray every day. Well, you know what? The, The biggest battle you've already won. She said, this is mommy. <laughs> That's it, game over. <laughs> Drop the mic, move on. <laughs> yeah, that's mommy. You guys are gonna be good. Thank you. It's gonna work out. I hope so. It's gonna work out, <laughs> I know it will. When you think that after all these you know, decades of doing this and thousands of people that I've met, that I would be one step closer to understanding what it means to be human and to stay human, but I'm not. So there is the beginning of the film, Stay Human, Michael Franti. Again, I will put the link so you can watch it on the blog at NicoleSandler.com. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, but I tear up. I watch that and I get goosebumps. That's why I was so excited to have Michael Franti on the show today and to see him tomorrow. He really is incredible the movie's called stay human watch it on the streamers uh wherever you can it's everywhere um go see his tour he's on the on the road and uh, through um august here in south florida tomorrow night at the pompano beach amphitheater still some tickets available um go to michaelfronti.com and look at the tour dates and see if he's coming near you because i promise you one of the best concerts you will ever see And you will leave with a giant smile on your face because that's what it's all about is feeling good. All right. I told you it was going to be a feel good Friday. So um, enjoy. Uh, I hope you did. I did. Uh, I'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Um, uh, Monday, Tom Hartman's going to be here. All right. So one (laughs) we we cover the gamut on the show. Um, As always, thank you. uh, And stay human, everyone. Have a great one. Bye bye.